Today's show is sponsored by Spire Financial. With Aspire Key approval, you have the highest confidence in creating the strongest offer in a competitive market. Our exclusive Spire Key approval service positions your offer like cash and assesses all loan structure options to ensure your offer is built properly. Our full pre-approval process allows us to provide a financial assurance on your loan commitment. Your earnest money is covered allowing you to waive loan termination. Eliminate the market competition and open the door to your next home with confidence. Close in as little as two weeks. Spire Financial recognizes the challenges of low home inventory that buyers are facing in today's market. To help overcome this challenge, Spire Financial will purchase the home your dreams for cash and allow you to finance later. Program guidelines apply. For more information contact Clarence Ferguson at 602-362-1256 NMLS number 1920746. Spire Financial is a division of Ameri First Financial Incorporated and is an equal housing opportunity lender. If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fit Over 40. It is going to be a hot summer, so I'm going to keep the guests rolling. I got my man, Jason Pradovich, and we're just going to have fun, talk about life, things that are going on in our industry, and just life in general. What's up, Jason? Good morning, good morning. Well, it is good morning, because this stuff drops at 3 a.m., so it is good morning. <laughs> For my people in China, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and whatever, dude, dude, listen, people, like, message me with these symbols. I don't even know how to interpret it. Sometimes, like, you're funny. You joke. You do. I'm like, wow, okay. It's good, though. Hey, people in China are listening, so we drop it at 3 a.m. on Tuesday next week. Nice. So how you doing, man? Good. Good. What's up, man? Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Look at your big old bright smile. Hey, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Do drugs, kids. Don't forget what they say. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up, man? Living it. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with you this morning. Yeah, man. It's been a while since you've been here. Mm -hmm. Catch me up. What have you been up to? Same thing, man. Just grinding it out, like doing what we do. You have a Maserati, and I drive a Jeep. So apparently we're doing something different. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that's true, right? That'd be John. That'd be a John. Uh, John story. Do better. I was like, do better. Work harder. Make those calls. Send out those thank you cards. <laughs> so what's going on, man? No, nah, just living the dream, man. Like living it up and having a good time and enjoying life and hanging out with you guys. And I think yeah. this is twice in one week. I've twice in one week. I know, man. Do you not have chocolate all over you this time? No, not and today. I'm doing good. I didn't have any chocolate today. I didn't lick myself or nothing. So, um, so I just got a visual on that. That's like, Ooh. <laughs> it's kind of good. Really? This is not a video. I know <laughs> it's going to video. Cause man, we're going to do some different things. So, what do you think about the NBA Finals? Are you paying attention? Do you care? I do. I just don't want Golden State to win. Well, if they don't Boston win. Boston looks tough, man. They play them well. 
I mean, I like Golden State, but I'm just over the powerhouse teams. Like, it's time for some new blood. You know? Well, Boston's not new blood. They've got like 21 belts. Yeah, but they haven't been there in a while. So yeah, I think it's 2012 true. since the last time they've been there. And yeah, I'm just looking for some good games after the sun shit the bed. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so disappointed. Excuse me. I couldn't have said that say better. That Could you again. say that again? They, I mean, they the did. Camera, you they can't shit the bed. You can't be up 2-0 two years in a row and lose it. You know what I mean? It's like, come <laughs> yes, on. Yes, you can if you're the son. Well, the son's not it. Or if you're if you're Laura's boyfriend, you can shit the bed. He's well, my virtual boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Well, you better delete She's dating Amber Heard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he shit the bed, literally. <laughs> Chris Paul was like, oh, game seven? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, they need uh, to go find that girl that was uh, in the hotel with, in the bubble with them a couple years ago. No, that's when remember they that story. Well. They played well. <laughs> yeah, get her back on the payroll. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, what are you thinking of the market right now? What's your take on the market? What's going on with the industry? Oh, definitely a little shift. You know, it's been uh, the last year was kind of rough, but as far as like you know, somebody trying to get a house, it's tough, man. The inventory is low bunch of people out there i mean even me personally i was trying to buy a house last year and i think i put out like 60 offers one got accepted and in my situation the appraisal come back 125 grand less and they wanted you to cover they wanted me to cover yeah so i walked away yeah yeah but now like in the last i mean we just had a uh <clears throat> we just had a big event last week with tina tambor with uh cromford report and she was telling us that like the market in the last two months has made a dramatic shift so it's starting to get better so for people listening, what advice would you give them at this point? Buy. Still buy. Buy. Prices aren't going to drop, you know. Right. If you're waiting for home prices to go down, it's not going to happen. Yeah. If it does, it's maybe 3 to 5%, but nothing drastic. Exactly. You know, people are freaking out about the interest rates. We're still in the 4 and 5. I know. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> what, what the hell do you think? Like, people yeah. used to pay 18%, 20%. Yeah. Like, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. People are like, it's 5%. I better wait. Okay, what are you waiting for? To 7%? Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. Unless and they're talking about raising the interest Oh, yeah. Rates. They're supposed to go up they're another go half up. a point to a point in the yeah. next year. Yeah, it's going to go up again. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. I see probably this time next year, it'll probably be like 55 6%. I mean, yeah. unless something drastic happens, but you never know. How's uh, First Integrity treating you? Man, we are busy. We just opened. In fact, our office in Scottsdale is literally down the street from here. So Yeah. But we're getting, uh, we're doing it right, man. Like, we got the opportunity to uh, kind of start our own thing here about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it's been going great. We're on location number two. You know, super busy. A lot of business coming in. Surrounding ourselves with good people. So, since the last time you've been here, what life lessons have you had? What have you... <clears throat> learned and grew from um honestly like if uh you want to find out who your true friends are make a career change 100 <laughs> open your own business right see who's you know what i mean like it, i mean it was a i mean before the move we were i mean super busy ton of clients and then when you make a change it's like okay these guys really aren't my friends. You know, you know, right. We'll see. But, you know, true colors come out in people, and that's kind of a good thing about making a change is you get to revamp yourself. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that this morning. You know, she was, uh, Laura was talking about some clients, and it's great how you, you know, whatever you want in the world to go get, you just put it out there. Right. It comes back to you. Right. You know, good or bad. So you mm-hmm. change your perspective on how you look at things, and it's, you know, good things happen. And we're just, we've been super blessed the last couple of years about, you know, kind of doing our own thing and, just surrounds ourselves with good people. Growing, man. Watching your social media, you guys are doing education classes, mm-hmm. just 
bringing people around. What's the vision for the second half of this year? Um, we're probably going to open up one more location. I'm, um, I'm just looking for talent, like good quality escrow officers. You that say talent, work. like how they look, or like actual talent, like work ethic, <laughs> work ethic. You, know? okay. <laughs> you say talent to me, I'm like, I can find you some. Talent. Yeah, I know your talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. another episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they look good, but they ain't worth shit. <laughs> well, that's ninety percent of our business. <laughs> oh no, that's good stuff. That's the eighty twenty. Those eighty percent over there, they just gonna look here and hold up some. That's all right. <laughs> so cool. So um, since last time we were here, we talked about I, I listened to the episode, which was funny as hell. We, we were like literally in the playoffs last year and we were talking about the Suns and what do you see sports right now? Where do you see sports going? I think it's a whole different atmosphere now that, the you know, you know, you got your fan duel on everything and Caesar Sportsbook. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah they were talking about how much, like, just in the playoffs alone, it's like a $2 billion industry. Um, Do you gamble? I don't. You don't? I'm, I'm cheap with my money, man. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not funny. cheap with my money, but, like, I spend it on, like. I don't gamble either because no. these fools will go out and flake every night. You don't know how you yeah. can do. I would rather go spend my money on, like, a good steak. And yeah, exactly. Good, Something you good can enjoy time. in the moment. Exactly. I mean, I'll bet, like, couple, you know, 20, 40, 60 dollars, but I've got friends that basically turned into a full-time business. Yeah. And they're betting thousands of dollars and they're winning big and losing big and it's just like that's too much for me. <laughs> I don't even do fantasy football anymore like What? It was to a point where I was like on four or five teams and I'm yeah, like Yeah, oh yeah, too right. Much. I'm too much. Saying, <laughs> I've lost 7 years in a row. I'm not doing that shit anymore. But you notice when you start doing that stuff like you you watch the games differently. You know what I mean? It kind of takes the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, cuz so, you're focused on getting yeah, that lick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your problem is you always pick the Cowboys players, man. No. Like I retired from the Cowboys <laughs> last year. Let me guess, you're a Raiders guy now. Nope. Uh oh. If they pick up Cap, I'll be a Raiders guy, but not no. Nope. <laughs> you think he's coming back? It depends on if somebody's been willing to hire him. Yeah, that sucks. I thought for sure he was going to go to Seattle. <laughs> Seattle was like, yeah. Yeah. So. What about Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Where's he going? To the bottom of the bed. Would you take him over K one? No. That we were talking about that yesterday was a discussion. No. He's good, but I w- I wouldn't no. I wouldn't make that move at all. No. Yeah, he's got too many uh locker room issues, I would assume. You know, um I think he's a good player. I think a lot of times in college you get a big name for being good in college. You're used to subpar talent, and I'm saying that respectfully because to go to the NFL, you got to be good. But in college, you could be outstanding, mm-hmm. but in the pros, everybody's good in that position. Yep. And they got one or two guys that are great in that position. So, you know, he's throwing the guys that are really good. They demand the ball, they got contract incentives that. You got to give me the ball like 80 times a game because I need to get this. Yeah, they, what they don't realize is every person on that team is an enterprise. It's their own business, that's right? Business. So that's how you have 100%. to run it. Yeah, you have to run it like and, a business. And the way it works now is all these bonuses and, you know, they get so many catches a year to get this bonus and this and that. And, you know, it was somebody last year, I can't remember who it was, but they needed like, I think it was Gronkowski, needed like two more touchdowns. To get, like, a million-dollar bonus. Yeah. And they made sure he got it, like, in the last game of the year. And I think that was one of Antonio's things. He was like, I'm not getting the ball enough. I'm going to miss his bonus. Well, he was all bonus-based. That's why he was like, I'm out. (laughs) Well, he's still out, so I don't think anybody's going to pick him up after his behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
in this market, what do you think right now, like, if someone's like, I'm going to buy a house, I don't have a whole lot of money, what would you advise them? Call Clarence. Call Clarence. <laughs> get that prequel. Here's the thing. If we can't get you done, I mean, you know this. If you can't get them done now, like, it's just a matter of fact to win. Like, it, Well, they, they are done, <laughs> but it's like, can you offer more than what they're, the next person's offering? Yeah. Yeah. People under, have to understand, too, it's like, like, there's a lot of rate shoppers out there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can offer, or whoever can offer 4.875. You might be at, like, 5, but you are you can get it done in 10 days. This guy might take 30. It's the hassle behind it. You know what I mean? Like, do you really want to put up with that for, we're talking $30, $40 of difference in payment? Like, that doesn't right. make any sense. That's not even make yeah. sense. But people don't, they don't know this $34. They, think, right. they just see the rates. Right. Oh, it's five point whatever, and this guy's better by an eighth. Really? Okay. Well, let's let's look at it. What are they charging for this? What's the fees right. like? What are the, yeah, there's, there's more to it. Cost than that. to it. There's a cost for everything. That's why um, education in our business is huge, man. Like, it's crazy to me how many realtors and lenders and even you know title people don't really show facts. Like, you know, I did a post this morning. Like, results don't lie. Like, you can talk about all you want, but like, the numbers show what they are. Yeah. You know, we had a class yesterday. Had some agents in there, and I go around the room like, "Hey, what's your production for the last twelve months?" And they all say a number. Well, I've got their MTA, so I put up on the board. I'm like, "This is where you're at." This is where, and they're all like, "Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean?" Yeah. Like, "Oh, wow!" So you it's realize a good, they can pull your numbers up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got numbers on everybody before we even meet with them. It's like we can't put a plan in action together until we find out where you're truly at, right? So, it just makes it easier that way. Mm-hmm. So, where do you see the market in the next six months? Uh, the inventory is going to be up for sure. Um, I think you're going to see, I mean, just my hopes. I mean, I think October, November, after the summer, typically, right? So usually in May, there's always a dip, right? Because everyone gets out of school, families are going out for vacation, but as soon as they come back, so usually August, September is when they start getting back in the action. So I'm yeah. seeing a lot of people come back in. So always, people always ask me when we talk about title, um, people are like, why should I get title? What this hell is this title insurance? <laughs> Tell me why should people have title? People don't know this. And it sounds to us we're in the industry, so we get yeah, it. Yeah. But why should people have oh, but people have to understand like with us, like we're the th- independent third party. So we represent all of you guys. So whether it's the listing agent, the buyer's agent, the lender, we're protecting all you guys in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, we handle all the money, making sure, you know, the earnest pot is in and clear, wiring instructions are correct, but also with that, with title insurance, like, it's protecting you. It's no different than buying a car. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to have insurance, but I'm going to have the general, or I'm going to have progressive, like, all those other names. Like, it just depends on what's going to cover you. You know what I mean? So, like, with us, we have four major underwriters, which is unheard of in the title industry. Usually most of them have, like, one or two, but we have four. So there's always a policy that we're going to be able to cover, and it just helps it that way because we're independent. We don't follow, like, the big brand guidelines like we can kind of look outside the box for you know policies and stuff like that yeah but mostly it's for your protection okay yes there's a lien on your property if there's like which we're seeing all the time like for some reason there's mechanical liens popping up all the time so i'm thinking it's all these guys that were doing flips and didn't pay their contractor and next you know they're putting liens on the property and it's like or a big one right now is irs a lot of people are getting irs liens put on their property yeah so that's why I always tell my agents, like, if you're going to do a listing, call me. We'll pull a prelim real quick and right. see what's up see with it. it. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, we're 
pretty cut and dry, boring industry. But like, it's we're not the- boring to me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I it's funny, like people are like, "What is title and escrow?" Even anyways, and half the time I'm like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> uh, I can give you the basic concept behind right. it, but like, <laughs> my job is to grow your business. What can we do there? You All know? right. So, are you a movie guy? I am. It's so. What's the last movie you saw? I just went and saw Top Gun, of course. What would you think? <laughs> And the funny thing is, Yvette's never seen the first one. All right. A and lot I'm of like, people haven't seen the first one. Like, how are you going to go watch the second one? Right. You but know? although I do think if you haven't seen the first one, it's still good. Yeah. They kind of went into detail yeah, about like what yeah. it was. Yeah. So it was cool. What I mean, I don't know why. part? Mm. Were you like, oh my God, this is worth the bread, bread and butter? Probably. I mean, I don't want to give it away, but like. Oh, when it's already given to people. I've seen yeah, 100. Yeah. 200 million. Right. This weekend or something. <laughs> I think it's when, uh, when he got saved at the very end. When I thought he was going down. Oh, okay. When, when Tom okay. Cruise, I, I was like, oh, he's another he's, part. I need to go see it again to figure out what he said to Penny. Did you, you think he was engaged, asking her to marry him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she didn't show up and he was like, he did the face. That's yeah. all I got. This yeah. is the face because she just <laughs> left. She don't want me. Well, the whole time I'm thinking, damn, bro, you're still only a captain. <laughs> <laughs> How did they not kick your ass out? Right. Like, <laughs> well, they tried. Because back in my time, if you didn't get promoted, they were booting your ass out. Right. Like, well, the guy tried to do it. He was like, well, if it wasn't for Ice, you'd be out of here. Yeah. And then Ice died. He was like, you're good. Yeah. And then he has to do his whole rebel thing and just fly the plane again. Yeah. Without authorization, you know. Yeah. Um, are you going to go see Jurassic Park? Was that night mm. interesting you? You know what I'm interested in now is, like, not the main... Like movies that are out there, like I like the underground stuff. Like they're not even in theaters, but you can go to like YouTube or they have their own. Like, what's the one that I just watched? It's like 2000, 2000 something. It's like a conspiracy. I'm a big conspiracy theorist guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you know me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it a conspiracy theory when all the shit comes out true anyway? So like, right. so I think I'm a realist. See, That's what I should start calling myself. I'm a realist. But there's like like documentaries and like I'm just into that stuff right now. You could stay home and save money when you're in that. Yeah. yeah. Or I just call my kid and say, hey, man, can you give me the bootleg to this one? <laughs> Somehow all these youngsters know how to get all these bootlegged movies. He's watching Top Gun at home like a month ago. I'm yeah. like, how did you get that? <laughs> I mean, I have been in the background. You hear like the, uh, what is that, the subtitles in Japanese and stuff. Like, oh, okay. Well, it's like a little guy in the theater and it's shaky, but you can still see it. <laughs> it's like, remember, I mean, you're from LA. You used to go to the alleys. You buy those movies and you get it. And it's like, yeah, this is legit a guy holding I, a video camera in the movie I know. theater. It's legitimate. A dude was in the back with his big ass VHS oh, yeah. camera because, yeah, they were big back then. He was like purple red was the first one I saw like that. Yeah. I'm like, why is it shaking like that? And then people walk in front of it. You're like, yeah, this is definitely bootleg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I always ask people, we're halfway through the year. What's your goal? Where you at for your goals and where you want to be in six months? Oh, six months. This year is going by super fast. I know. You know, it's um, the first beginning of the year started off super it was, a, it was a, like the last probably two years have been crazy, but like the last three months it kind of slowed down just a little bit to where we can kind of breathe a little bit, you know, because in our industry, it's always catch up, right? Like, you know, Mondays we're getting blown up with escrows and it's like working on them, working on them, getting closed by the end of the month. And now it's kind of like there's a little relax. You know, when you're trying to close all this purchase business and you got a thousand refis, it's like, ugh. now those thousands are now 
couple hundred, it's like manageable, right? So it's just been kind of relaxing to enjoy it a little bit, yeah. not having to work 12, 14-hour days with, you know, the crew and stuff, but it's been good. So I heard a little rumor that you're going to have your own podcast. I am. What's the podcast going to be called? Uh, actually called Storytellers. Storytellers, yeah. okay. Yeah, but the way it's spelled is it's Storytellers, like digging it up a little bit, you know what I mean? So... But, yeah, we're working on it. We were talking about that this morning. I have no clue what we're doing, but... What's the, what is your first show? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what you do on your first show? You just talk about yourself. That's all we're going to do. Why you will yeah. find me interesting. Why you should tune in. Here's what we plan. We may not have it all perfect right now, but... Yeah. I think the first show we did, we just talked about... I talked about myself. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, I said some crazy stuff that people say, you should never say that. And it was like the greatest thing ever because people are like, I remember when you said this. Yeah. I'm well, here's the thing. It's my podcast. I can say whatever I want. Right. Like, <laughs> and if you don't like it, that's no shit. There's like a hundred million podcasts. Tune in to yeah. something else. Turn the channel. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like people are like, well, why would you say that? Yeah. Because he said that and he yeah. said that and she said that. Yeah. No, we've been, I've, you know me, I've been talking about it for doing it for years, but it's one of those things where it's, once you do it, you have to commit to it. It's a commitment. So, 100%. but like, I don't know how to do any video editing, any of the, so I'm just... We've looked at a couple studios, and, and it's a, another partner of mine as well. So there's two of us. Yeah. So it's like, all right, what are we going to do? Well, he's but, already out there doing videos. He does his little video yeah. stuff. Oh, know? he's super into, like, that side of it, right? So yeah. I'm not worried about that. It's just – and you know me. Like, you guys are all prepared and have, like, a call sheet. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you start that way. But yeah. having a sheet to because you get somebody you've never met before and you want to know something about yeah. it. You want to be able to ask a question. You can't be like, hey, Tom Cruise. Yeah. So uh, how was uh, Mission Impossible? <laughs> and then he's like, you, you ever remember? Um, I love this shit from Saturday Night Live. Um, the guy from, um, he was a, uh, God, what's his name? Tim something. It's a black comedian on uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, Tim McDonald? Tim, or, is it McDonald? Some, something with an M, yeah. And he would be like. He's the like nerdy one. Yeah, late night nerdy guy. And he would be like. Do a sex show and relationship show, and he would always ask for them, Have you ever had a fish sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was never prepared. Like, he would just ask random questions. He'd be like, So, uh, that's a pretty dress. And the woman would be like, Oh, thank you. And, and he'd be like, uh, You had a fish sandwich before? <laughs> that was his line. Yeah. You had a fish sandwich before? <laughs> and it just throws. Tim something. I have no, to no, Google. No. What's a fish sandwich? A fish sandwich? All right, hold on. What's a fish sandwich? Well, I know what it is. Well, it's got fish in it. But I don't always get you. Okay, so, all right. So, here's where we're going to put the break in so I can bring up the fish sandwich reference. Yeah. (laughs) So, take a break. Hold, please. All right. Let me me Google. um, It's called Ladies Man. Remember Ladies Man on Saturday Night Live? He was a skit, but he turned it into a movie. And one of his lines was... That was a pickup line from, have you ever had a fish sandwich? And, you know, women would be like, fish sandwich, you know. <laughs> and he would go into, the, let, me, let, me, let me pull it up. i got to turn on my airplane mode. All right, so we're going to give Laura the fish reference, fish sandwich reference. So, it, oh, now it's going to modulate. Seriously, Lester, can you just take a break for a second? I'm trying to concentrate over here. Beyond. I think she's going to be a tough shooter polish. Au contraire, bonjour. 
Let me give you the uh, play-by-play. <laughs> the best movie ever. What's the name of this movie? <laughs> the Ladies' yeah, Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Clarence's role model. Right That's there. my boy. That's your new ringtone right there. <laughs> bite your butt. Yeah, can I take a bite out your butt? He, he did a segment on Saturday Night Live, and he was like a, a he would do relationship advice, and he was called the ladies' man. So, but his thing was. Can I buy you a fish sandwich? I don't know how why. I never forget how why that was his reference. But he was like, he's like, first I asked her if she wants a sandwich, then I say something romantic like, "Can I take a bite out of your butt?" <laughs> it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, that might be like super sexy. <laughs> All right, so Jason, your your kids are doing well. They're going. They're graduating college. Yeah. What do you? When you're talking to them at this point, at first it was like, "Be good. Don't go to jail. Don't get people pregnant." What do you say to him now in this world? Like, what advice as a parent? Dude, it's so funny. Like, we look on it now. Like, we, me and Yvette were just talking about this. Like, last night, like, at 10 o'clock at night going to bed. She's like, man, I was an asshole mom, wasn't I? Because all of our kids are definitely afraid of her. But they're not. you yeah, would think they're you. scared of me. But, I mean, I have a big bark. And then I go in there and apologize. I, I'm sorry for you on that, you guys. Like, <laughs> growing up as a kid, like, when they were kids, I'd go in there and yell at them. And yeah. 20 minutes later, I'd go in there, hey, you know, I'm sorry, but your mom made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're afraid of their mom. Yeah, so the, you know, now they're all grown up, and they come over. And now they're like our best friends, you know what I mean? And it's like we hang out with them and go to dinner, and they remember. And what I can tell parents, like if you have young kids now, like they'll remember everything. You know, the stuff that I don't even remember, they'll bring up. And I'm like, how do you guys remember that stuff? So, And, I mean, be... Because I was super strict. You know, I'm military, like, by the book. Like, there's a bedtime, clean your room, you got yeah. chores, this and that. Like, earn your keep, right? Kind of. Sure. But now I look back on it, and I'm like, why was it such a dick? Like... They're going to grow up to be who they are, right? You know, hopefully if you raise them right a little bit, they're going to be good humans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're like I said, we're blessed, man. All three of our kids are doing good and got some grandbabies here. And it's just when yeah. you become a grandparent, it all changes. You know, no shit. it all yeah, changes. It's the best. You're like, man, there's no, I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, give them what they want. Like, send them home yeah. when you're done with them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we just got Send them uh, home with a fish challenge. <laughs> well, speaking of fish, uh, in that same realm, we got our uh, grandbabies these little... I didn't, but Yvette saw like this guy on the side of the road selling turtles. <laughs> right. Turtles the are little, the best. The little turtles from the L. Best. You know, like yeah, LA. Yes. Have you ever been to Alley? What's it called in LA? Uh, you talking about something uh, street? Anyways, where all the bootleg shit's at. Yes, and, yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. So Don't we used to go there like know that, when our yeah. kids were little. And we'd always get these little fishes, and they would la or little turtles, and they would last for years, right? Yeah. So like last week, um, Yvette's Shows up at the house. She's like, look what I got. I'm like, you got freaking turtles? Like, what are we going to do with those? She's like, we're going to give them to the babies. And right. Like, they're only three and two. Like, how are they going to do with turtles, right? They're the best. They're actually the best pets. People talk about dogs. Well, turtles, they are unless they don't survive. Right. Or they grow to be Volkswagens in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. They grow to be like two, 300 pounds, like dinosaurs literally in your backyard. You're like, what are we going to do? I can't even pick yeah. them up. Yeah. They're like three, 400 pounds. But like, the funny thing with this is so she brings them home. And uh, we go and pick up the babies on Friday, and we were going to go pick them up, because they only come, like, in a little temporary cage. 
So she's like, let's pick up the babies. We go to PetSmart. We'll get a turtle cage. <laughs> turtle cage. Dude, so we go They're going to blow out of it in a week. Well, not even that. But here's a, it's a funny story. Like, we get there. We're not thinking of anything, right? So we go to PetSmart. And we're looking for all these aquariums. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So Yvette's like, hey, can you come help me? And the guy comes over. She's like, hey, look, I bought these two turtles. And he's like, did you buy turtles on the side of the road? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, did you pay $40? She's like, yeah. And he's like, that's so illegal. And he's like, we've got street well, Yeah, yeah, bikes. he's uh, called totally cops like, on you. <laughs> so like three or four of these guys from PetSmart come around, and they're like giving us the third degree about buying turtles on the side of the road. How the fuck are you supposed to know about turtles? I'm like, bro, they're turtles. Like, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like, who's like worried about <laughs> the turtle population? I was pissed that they were 40 bucks. I'm like, you paid $80 for these two turtles? Like... <laughs> should have been five bucks. Yeah. So we went up spending like 300 bucks on this aquarium. Got the rocks, the lights, the lamps. They just blow through it. Dude, we put these turtles in here and like a minute later, one's just floating. And I'm like, oh, sh-. And the grandbabies are like, is he sleeping? <laughs> so I'm like trying to play with it and I'm like, oh my God, this one didn't make it. Like, yeah. for sure it's done. And the other one's just like swimming around and I'm like, all right, well, cool. We'll keep that and I'm like freaking out because I don't want to be that grandpa where, grandpa, you just killed my turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like kind of push him away like go over here so I'm playing with it I'm like I'm just going to let him sit here maybe he's going to because if you ever had a turtle like they play possum right right they so I'm it. like hey whatever so the next morning my daughter calls you're like dude he's he's dead he's, still, like, free, he's still playing possum yeah, I'm like, like well, 24 hours I was like well you got to get rid of him before the babies wake up yeah, so sure enough up. she gets rid of the turtle I don't know what she did with it um, and the baby's FaceTime we're like pops <laughs> You left the door open and my turtle's gone. So what my daughter did is she like opened the lid and left like the little rocks like a trail. Like the turtle yeah. climbed out and walked away. Yeah. So these babies think like the turtle's in their house somewhere. So yeah, like, for like a week they've been looking for this looking thing. For and I think that thing was flushed. Well, that, yeah. That reminds me of my daughter being really into wanting a little pig, right? She wanted a little miniature pig. So my ex, who is clearly not as... Uh, how do I say this? Because she might listen to this one day. Be nice. I am going to be nice, but she was like, this, we're going to get a miniature pig. It's going to be about 500 bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. So I Venmo her five bu- 500 bucks for this fucking baby pig or miniature pig. I fucking come over her house like about a month later and the fucking pig opened the door. I'm like, what's up? Hey, Clarence, how you doing? I'm like, I thought you were miniature. And he kept eating. It wasn't a miniature pig. It was a regular pig. No he had way. to get rid of him. He was eating the dog food. He was like chasing people in the neighborhood. He was like a regular, he was like a razorback. Wow. He was like nice because he a was a razorback. Great. He was like, yeah. I'm like, who? You got fucking scammed. This is not a miniature pig. You must have got a pig on the side of the road. Next yeah, on the side of the next road. To the next turtles. to those turtles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a baby pig? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, so, don't yeah. go to PetSmart and tell that story. They'll call the cops on you too. They will. They're like, yeah, you bought a, you bought a, a endangered species, you asshole. Yeah. I go, okay, thanks. So I told you about it. I was like, let's just get a dog. And dogs are the best. She hates them. I mean, it'll never She's happen. not a dog person? It's not the dog. It's but like we've had, like, because I'm a big English bulldog guy. We've had like yes. seven of them. But every time one of them passes away, like she gets, I don't, go, I don't go to work for like three months. No, you know, I'm like, like in my misery, like depression, and like, oh my god, it's my fault. And, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you know. And then one of my like, I'm not even gonna go there. But like one of my friends or family was, like, passes away, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but if my dog dies, man, I'm, I'm you're fucked. Like, you're like, I'm, call the office. Yeah. I'm out for the next two months. Well, Bath, we had three English bulldogs because I bred them at one time and was gonna sell them, and I wound up keeping them all. So we had seven bulldogs at our house for like 15 wow. years. 
and like at the very end, because they were they lived to be like 15, 16 years old, but in one year, like three of them passed away, like with like in a six month span. So I was just, Yvette's like, I'm never letting you get a dog again. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Well, the pig escaped. We still got the little beta fish. We still have the gerbil or gerbil. I'm probably saying it wrong, but he's vicious. You stick your hand there, you bite your hand Who off. Who else got a gerbil? My daughter has oh. one. She had, they, it's like the wild kingdom in their house. They got a cat, a freaking little monkey. I'm like, listen, she wants to be into, uh, she wants to be a, a vet. zoo. <laughs> yeah. She's got all these little animals and she loves them and they all have names and they're very friendly. And uh, except for that damn gerbil, that gerbil was like, must have been from the hood or something. He was mad. He's like, this is like jail. They just relocated me or something. I'm going to bite everybody, stick their fingers in my cage. And he does. People are like, oh, it's so cute. And he's like, Ch-. yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not trying and to my dog's like, He doesn't like your energy. <laughs> That's what you're saying. We're going to need a better defense in court. I need you to come up with something better than that. <laughs> so let's talk happiness, man. What does happiness mean to you? I know it's a big thing. You've been promoting your, your posts. You yeah, know. man. It's just like, I. here's the thing. Like, people live through life in either pity or misery or happiness, right? You get to choose. So why not choose happiness, right? Like, like for me, for growing up to where like my you know maybe five or six years ago like i would wake up angry for no reason just like matt and you know if was I, it on thursday at nine o'clock <laughs> yeah, you had to be here you came in hot you, you came in hot today yeah. <laughs> damn it but, I mean, but going back to that like <laughs> no, people like are like super miserable right now you know what i mean like yeah, i mean well, i mean there's a lot going on i mean come on yeah but here's the thing like can you change that yeah I mean, changing the way you look at stuff, change the way you think of things. Like, people don't understand, like, depression's bad right now. Like, yeah, it's huge. I mean, I went through it probably like two years ago and didn't even know. Like, here's the thing about depression like, you don't know you're in it until you, somebody's like, hey, dude, pull your head out of your ass. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit. You need to get out of bed. You've been yeah. sleeping. It's eight o'clock and you've been in bed since yeah. noon. Well, that's how like 2020 started off. Like, right. We both had COVID and I was out for like a month. And in that, in that, period of having COVID like my mom passed away mm-hmm. a week later my brother-in-law passed away or vice versa my brother-in-law passed away a week later my mom passed away so like the first six months of 2020 and we started a new business so it just was six first six to eight months was just like a blur yeah until like basically I had an intervention to my friends and family were like dude like get your shit together and it's like oh really I didn't even know I was like that you know what I mean so but basically happiness like you wake up like however you're thinking in that morning like Good or bad, like, it's your choice how you're going to live your life, man. Change it. Why not be happy? Yeah. Here's the thing, like, don't worry about what people think. Do you? Like, who gives a shit? If you don't like me, you're not hurting my feelings. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. All right. So, um, we talked about this offline before we started. Who you got on Celtics and Warriors? Celtics. Why? I'm just, there's nothing wrong with Golden State, but, like, they've been there. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, but the Celtics haven't been there in ten years. So you, you know what I mean? The Celtics have more belts. Than well, yeah, but I, we're talking Larry Bird, and you know that's nineteen eighty. <laughs> you know, what's wrong with nineteen eighty? Nothing. Those are good times, man. That's I tell you what, basketball was way Laura better back was then. Like, uh, on her second marriage in nineteen eighty. Well, there was a big debate I was watching last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, he's cracking up. <laughs> But no, no, there was a big debate last night about like how the NBA nowadays is just too soft. 
All the, old, all the old players back in the day were like, well, this is how it was back in the day. And then Draymond Green got all uh, defensive because he's like, I'm tough. And we're like, mm. well, yeah, that's why you get fouled out. There's nobody tough in the NBA anymore. I mean, yeah, it's, different. it's different. Seriously, look at the Suns. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. no, you just lost Laura. She's, no, man, trust me. I love the Suns, man. But they, what do you love about the Suns? I'm just trying to get I mean, not player. love them, but like, I support local, right? Like, I'm a Chicago guy, right? So the Cubs, the Bulls, the Bears. So how do you support the Suns? You kind of, after the time, you kind of have to. You're local. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's like saying, here's crack. You got to yeah, take but you it. Like the Cowboys, like no, I don't anymore. I, I broke up with them last year. <laughs> I don't, you know. I try to support them. I mean, it's a Suns are a fun team. You know what I mean? But it's like I fun to watch them lose. <laughs> I know, I know. God, it's no, and that's the typical Suns fan. Like you know, I used to have season tickets. Like, oh, they're flaky as fuck during Suns the first. Fans are oh, flaky. Well, that's that's everybody in Arizona. Yeah, you know I mean? the Cardinals. Everybody's from somewhere else, and they're like, oh, I'm a Cardinals fan, and they lose. They're like, oh, they suck. I'm like, bro, like. Yes, you're from you're from Buffalo. It, yeah, like <laughs> you know, how's the Bills doing? <laughs> Been to the Super Bowl and lost every single yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just disappointing to go that that well during the whole season to flop out like that. I mean, they barely went past the first what round. What do you think is going to happen next year with them? You think they're going to make some trades? Or you think the same squad's going to show up? No, DeAndre Ayton's gone. You think Ayton's gone? Somebody's going to offer him some big money. I mean, do you think he's worth a max contract? No, I do. Of well, of course, course you, you do. do. Exactly. <laughs> Same answer. You think dude ain't worth a $2 fake? $2 Here's my thing. Like, max contract, prove yourself, right? Right. Where He's were not you? Where were you? You know? It's like, come on. You know who wants gets the money? Booker. Who can play? Who's the future if he gets enough money? Yeah, but even him, Chris like, bro, he, he bullshit. He, Booker disappears in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's because him, him and Kylie were going through some things. Dude, that's what happens. You dated Kardashian, yeah, you're like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why he should have broke up with her in <laughs> midseason. There, even though she's not a real Kardashian, it's a Kardashian curse for sure. Yeah, like, come 100%. On, yeah. It's like me working for Laura. I'm never going to do nothing big. It's just a curse. <laughs> well, you know Laura? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the mashed potatoes. We put them out back. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Jason, man, where can people find you? It's always fun having you in there. Like, I always ask people this because this is a big thing for me now because I want to hold you accountable. What is your goal for the end of the year? If I see you January 1st, we'll probably have a cigar somewhere, and I say, bro, what did you accomplish? What are you going to say? Probably growth overall, company-wide. What does that mean? Um, if we don't narrow it down, it doesn't happen. So what does that mean? To you? Here's my thing. There's there's a couple. Like I'm, I'm comfortable, right? I'm doing good as myself. Look at that Maserati. I'm yeah. driving a fucking Jeep. Hey, sh- it ain't no mud on it, but it's a Jeep. <laughs> I ain't fucking nobody ain't jocking me when I pull up. Like, oh, hey, buddy, you want to put some mud in the back of your truck? You want to carry the yeah, yeah. moats? Uh, you got the Maserati. Hey, that's getting out the way. Excuse me. That's, that's that? your choice, though. You know what I mean? You no, know, it ain't you my choice. I look at my wallet. My wallet say, "This is your choice." <laughs> <laughs> Your choice is this or that. Yeah. Like this or that. Remember that song? This yeah. or that. <laughs> Shoot, Maserati or you that. Can that. that. <laughs> yeah, you can get with that. You're going to be paying about $5,000 a month. <laughs> no, it's not that much. <laughs> no. no, my goal right now, like where I'm at in my career, in my life, like, I've gotten to where I want to be. You know, what yeah. I mean? there, uh, trust me, I want to get Dude, better. I love you and your vet. You guys have, I, and I said this on another show. Somebody interviewed me and they asked me who's my your mind. I brought you guys up, and they these people don't know who you guys are. And I said I've known these these two, and they have done so much for the industry. For you guys, here's what I describe as success: if you can be successful and you meet people, and then they become successful. Well, that's my whole goal. Like yeah. I've got a circle of 
kind of like I'm their mentor right now. There's yeah. a circle that I'm basically coaching. I want to see them get to the next level. That's why I love John. Like John Stewart. He, yeah. he, people who come in his circle, they become successful. Yeah. That's what success is about. And that's the Bring thing, too. It's like along with you. And I'm, and I'm real, I, probably the last two or three years, I really dialed in on my circle, right? Because who you surround yourself with, that's who you are, right? Yeah. And you look around, like, I always tell everybody, like, look at the last 30 people that have texted you, right? And then go down that history. Who texts more, them or you? Yeah. If it's you, get them off your list. Right. You know what I mean? Cut that right. shit off. If they're not responding. You know, I'd rather surround myself with three or four quality great people than mm-hmm. 10 half-ass people. And that's, 100%. honestly, that's what elevated our business is, like, I cut our circle, cut some people off. Wow. Um, you know, even as of last week, like, we had a falling out with one of our partners. And it was like, it's not a bad thing. It's just... This ain't working. You know what I mean? I'd rather cut it off now than let it go another year or two and just be like, ugh. You know, like, you know, we're we're lucky right now where we get to pick and choose who we want to be around with, right? Sure. And that's that's like with John, like, you know him. He's a hard ass, right? You either love him or you hate him. But if you give this dude his props, like, he's done it. Like, he talks to talk. There's so many people out in our industry that are full of shit, like... Oh, I'm a real estate coach. Like, you did 11 deals last year. Who are you going to coach, right? Right. Or I'm social media. You have no following. Your content right. sucks. Like, what are you going to teach? Like, right. you know, with me and Yvette, like, Yvette's running a multi-million dollar business with no social media. I don't right. know how she She's does it. She's not even on social Nothing. media. Doesn't have it. I mean, right. I have it just because we teach it. We have to have it. But, like, to me, like, social media is the devil, man. I'd rather not have it. Right. But it, it's on there. But it's, it's, you have to. You have to. But it's just one of those things to where... You know, you get dialed into what your vision is, and this is what we want to do. We're just, I'm, my whole job, and like what I love to do, is help other people get successful. Yeah, like with us, we've been to the top and to the bottom three or four times. Yeah, and here's Me my too. thing: my opinion with true success is, yeah, everyone can make a ton of money, but lose it and do it again. Right. That's the real challenge, right? So right. when the market crash and like we're going through it now, like. I mean, I've probably had 10 or 15 people in the last month call me and let me know they got laid off from either right. their current yeah, company. Yeah, that's conversations I'm having people, you know, clients. It's like yeah. that. So Don't have a job anymore. Yep. I can't keep training. Well, that's my thing is, like, if you're not preparing your business, like, I mean, I had a class yesterday with, and there's like, 20 agents there. I went around the room, like, what's your monthly marketing expense? Half of them didn't know. And if my thing is, like, if you don't know how much your expenses are for your marketing, like, you're probably not going to be around in six months. Right. So let's just, let's take care of that now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right, so where can people find you on social media since the, the necessary evil? Mine's easy. Jason Predovich on Facebook yeah. and Jason. Predovich the guy on cutting IG. You off in the Maserati. Yeah. With the Chicago Cubs hat on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it's a good team. <laughs> yeah, truly. At least you ain't got a Suns hat on or a Cardinals hat. Shoot on sight when you see that. <laughs> Aim for that big A. So who's your new team now? Well, I just went back to the Rams. I've always been a Rams fan. They do. They were oh, there because before. they won. No, they were the Rams were in, in L.A. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno Lou, never played Lou, for the Rams. No, not Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Lou, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Not Lou Ferrigno. Um, Ferragamo. Ferragamo. Yeah. No, those are my shoes. Yeah. No, no. Lou, there was a Lou on there. He's a quarterback. Um, what's his name? He was a big one of the big um, TV hosts. Anyway, he was a good quarterback. So I, I liked the Rams back in the day. So I just said fuck. Yeah. You know what turned me off is when they started dissing their, uh, the blaming the fans of the other team when they lost. Was, oh, the Cowboys? Yeah. My thing with the Cowboys is Jerry Jones. Like, dude, step down. If Jerry Jones stepped down, I might come back. Yeah. Have you been to the stadium? Did yeah. you go last year? Not last year, but I've been before. Because I know we were planning a trip. 
Mm-hmm. So this year, I know you're not a Cardinals fan, but they're playing in Mexico City. So there's a bunch of us going down there. That'd yeah. be a good time. Okay. I'll have a sombrero on, and I'll be, oh, 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 the fucking Cardinals. Oh, 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 what a joke. What, do you count Dracula? <laughs> you need to. How many times have they lost? One, two, three, four. So many fingers, I don't have enough. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking Cardinals trash. No, they're going to hell for signing up for that damn franchise. Shit, they're gonna, it's going to be a rough year. Did you see the schedule? I did. I mean, I'm thinking like six or seven games. Wow. And no, then they're going to they're going to do just fine. Okay, like they do every year. <laughs> She's like the crackhead counselor. You're going to be okay, that's, Joseph. Put that VCR down. That's Arizona, though. Right. right? The Suns are out of the gate. Number one team the, the whole one year. Team, they're the best. The Cardinals are the doing Cardinals good. are. They beat Buffalo. Or they beat, like, the, uh, what is that, Santan Valley High School. They're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's how they think. Like, really? Like, there's no sports acumen with the fucking. Here's the thing. Like, you can't talk about sports like they haven't done anything. Like, do something first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you made it to the playoffs. Dan like, Fouts. That's what I was trying to think of. Damn it, I just came ahead. Dan, Dan Fouts played for the Chargers. He did also play for L.A. I don't think so. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, whatever. God damn it. The guy with the big beard that looked like fucking Grizzly Adams. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> You're thinking of Merlin Olsen. <laughs> he also played Merlin. So he looked like him. <laughs> Your board guy's like, who the fuck are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's like, who are these people? <laughs> this guy's like I'll 16. tell you what, Ram. Eric Dickerson. The guy, yeah. damn it. Eric Dickerson. One of the best Hall of Fame running back. I liked him better with the Colts. You did? No. No. He just wore those damn goggles. And I'm like, I know, and he would run that one sideway thing, and then he'd run up the field. He would run straight up and down. He would have been a lot better. He just happened to play in the wrong era. I don't know if he would have survived in this era. He yeah, but he was, he was with Walter Payton, man. Like, you no. can't keep up with sweetness. No. What about the refrigerator? It shut. Yeah. It. He that, went to the Cardinals his last year, and that refrigerator's battery ran out. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. God, fucking Cardinals. Uh, terrible, terrible. The Cardinals are terrible. Terrible, terrible. They're terrible. Like my golf swing, terrible. Oh, yeah, golf swing is bad. Dude, I know, I know. Listen, I don't claim to play golf, so. We got to get you out there more. Yeah, but that's true. Facts. Great, great for networking. We it is talk good for Yeah, we, can, we, we won't be talking about the Cardinals anymore. Not for another couple months. Bad, like old bad CSI episode. Just look for saving, folks. <laughs> they shit the bed every season. Terrible. All right, folks, we're done. Hey there, are you really ready to build a better body and create the energy to show up for your life? Schedule a free strategy call. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with Fit Over 40, our introductory strategy call is the opportunity to discuss where you currently are and where you want to go and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. If we agree that Fit Over 40 is right for you and you're really, really ready to make a change, then we'll discuss the next steps required to work together. Book your complimentary 45-minute strategy session with me. This call is all about you and developing a realistic, individualized action plan to help you make powerful, long-term change in your life. We'll look at where you are, 
where you want to go and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. Go to book30withcoach.com. That's book30withcoach.com. Thanks for tuning in to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can follow me on all platforms where you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can also find me on YouTube at Coach Clarence TV. Like and subscribe so that you get all the videos as soon as we drop them. And last but not least, remember the golden rule. If you can't be good, be good at it.